opening up the gifts that we're opening. Have any of you ever put together, uh, wrapped a bunch of presents and then found one where you forgot to put a tag on it? Uh, I have done that multiple times. You would think I would learn, but uh, get done wrapping up a whole bunch of presents and then there's one that you don't have a tag on it and um, that means I don't know what it is and I have no idea who it's for. And that causes a problem when you give a three-year-old a food processor, right? Uh, you don't want, want them plugging that in. But uh, one of the interesting things that we read in Luke chapter 2, as the angel of the Lord comes to deliver the news of the birth of the Christ child to the shepherds, I love how the angel makes it personal. Let, let me go back and, and show you in verse number nine, the, 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 the scriptures say, and the angel of the Lord appeared to them. This is to the shepherds. And the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, so he's talking to all the shepherds, fear not for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Now, it's important to note that it's good news of great joy for, for everyone, not just for the shepherds, but the fact is God sent this angel with great news for everyone to the shepherds. I'm sure that there are times where you've probably thought through the Christmas story yourself and said, now, like, why that? And I probably most every, every year ask this question, like, why is the good news delivered to the shepherds? Why not to Caesar in Rome? I mean, the, the ruler of the world in the, in the capital of the world? Why not deliver the news to Caesar? Or, or why not to King Herod, the, the king of the Jews who sits in the palace in the Jewish capital of Jerusalem? Why not deliver the news there? Or why not go straight to the temple where the high priests would be serving Yahweh himself and would be, would be offering sacrifices of atonement all in reflection of this Christ child who was born? Why not deliver the news there? Why deliver news to these shepherds? Shepherds who, because of what they did, being around animals all the time, were unclean men. And because they were unclean, they were poor because they were poor, they were outsiders. And so it's so interesting that this good news of great joy was delivered to a group of poor, unclean outsiders. Why them? Well, we have to actually find out what the good news is before we can answer that question. In, in verse number 11, if you look, this is, this is what the angels, this is the good news the angels are bringing to the shepherds. For... Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. How interesting that this angel says a child is born unto you. Isn't a child born unto its parents? This child is born unto a mother and unto a father, but that's not what the angel says because this child is different. This child is more than just a, just a gift to their family. This child is a gift to the world. Why? Well, because this child is the Savior. He's the, he's the Messiah. He's, he's the one who we've been waiting for. He's the Lord of all. And this, this, this child's going to change everything for the poor, the unclean, and the outsider. See, in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse number 9, 
We would, we would read that this baby who was rich became poor for our sakes so that we who were poor could become rich. And the Gospels tell us how this baby would grow up and he would bring healing to the lepers. He would deliver the demon-possessed and he would raise the dead. You see, this child was born to make those who were unclean clean. And this child was born as the Son of God to bring those outside the family into the family so they could be called sons and daughters of God. This, this child changes everything. This child was born for poor, unclean outsiders in order to make them clean, rich insiders as part of the family. But how would these poor, unclean outsiders know what this child would look like? Well, Devin read it for us in verse number 12. The angels continuing to talk to the shepherds say, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. So how will you recognize the good news of great joy to all people that I'm bringing to you about this child who was born unto you? Well, I have a sign for you. This is what this baby is going to look like. But here's what I would love for you to notice this morning. The angel never actually tells the shepherds to go look for the child. There's no command that says, I command you to go find him. I command you to go look for him. I'm instructing you to go search for him. There is absolutely no instruction. It's as if the angel said, well, God told me to deliver this news to you about a child born unto you. And this sign is for you. And God sent me to you because he knew you'd go look for him. You See, suddenly it all makes sense. Why was this news not delivered to Caesar in Rome? Well, because Caesar had no need for this child. Caesar wouldn't go look for a child to give him a place because Caesar already had a place and it was at his own table. Everyone wanted to be friends of Rome. They made the rules. Caesar had no reason to look for this child. You know, there's... There's people in this world who don't think they need Jesus because they have everything they want right now. But the problem is everything this world offers is temporary. None of it's lasting. All the gifts that you either have opened or will open today will one day, sadly, end up in a trash heap. But it means so much today. But Jesus gives us eternal peace, eternal place, and eternal relationship with the Father. And it makes sense why the, why the angel didn't deliver the news to Herod, because how could it be good news that a Savior, that a new king was born when you're already the king? That's not good news. I mean, think about what Herod did when the wise men came and said, well, where is he who was born king of the Jews? He immediately set out to eliminate. He wanted to destroy and kill this child that was born to be the king. He wasn't going to go search for him because he wanted him. He was going to search for him so he could end him. It makes sense why an outsider like a shepherd 
would go search for this one who says, I'll share my wealth with you. Most of us probably would have a hard time, most of us, probably would have a hard time saying, well, this is where you go if you need to find some food or if you need some, if you need some extra clothing or if you, need some, if you need somewhere to stay overnight. You know why most of us would have a hard time knowing where those places are? Because we don't need to know. We have homes that we're going to go to with food in the fridge. I've driven past soup kitchens before, never knowing it was a soup kitchen, but all the homeless people knew where to go. You see, Jesus is someone that people line up for in this Gospels because these people who had been pushed away finally found someone who would accept them. These people who were unloved finally found someone who would love them, but not King Herod. Why? Because King Herod was already a king and he wasn't looking for another one. And there's many people in the world who will never pursue Jesus because they're already king of their own life. They don't need another one. And it makes complete sense why this angel didn't deliver news to the priests. How is it good news that a child has come to make you clean if you already think you are clean? I mean, the Pharisees spent their life living for self-righteousness, to proclaim their own righteousness, and to condemn others' unrighteousness. These, these Pharisees, these priests were already clean. They didn't need someone to make them clean so they wouldn't go after him. But these poor, unclean shepherds who were outsiders to society, when they heard the news that a deliverer had come, the Messiah was here, the Savior of the world was come, they didn't have to be told to go. They went because this child was for them. And the same is true today. If you're here today and you're poor in spirit, guess what? The riches of the kingdom are offered to you through Jesus. If you're here today and you're unclean, you feel unclean, guess what? The forgiveness of your sins is offered today through the person of Jesus. And if you don't feel like you have a place to fit in, if you feel like you're an outsider, if you feel like God would never want me, hey, there is a place at the table of the Father for you because of Jesus. Yeah, he does all that. And you might ask how. Well, if we were to skip 20 chapters in Luke, we would find that this child who the angel said, well, I'm going to bring you good tidings of great joy because this child is born unto you and you will find this babe. Here's a sign for you, wrapped in swaddling clothes. That child would grow up and he would gather a group of men together around him on the final days of his life and he would say this. Luke writes, and he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me, and likewise the cup after they had eaten, saying, this cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. <laughs> the good news of great joy for all people is that that child who was promised unto the world would grow up to offer himself to the world. That child would grow up to go to the cross and offer, for him, offer himself for the world. 
As we saw in John 1 last week, the word became flesh to give his life. Well, to give us life. To give us God. Because God is life. But only those who view themselves as unclean outsiders in need of a savior will ever search for the gift of Jesus that was given to everyone. If you have it all like Caesar, you won't look for him. If you want to rule your own life like Herod, you won't look for him. But if you, and if you think you can have eternal life on your own, by your own good works, you won't look for him. But for those who do, to those who go search, to those unclean, poor outsiders, you'll find when you find the Christ child that not only was Jesus given unto you, but this Christ child, he gave himself up for you. And that's what we are going to celebrate today. That he came to us so that he could give his life for us. The incarnation, the word becoming flesh, and the crucifixion, the flesh being crucified for our sins. So here's, here's what we're going to do. In just a moment, I'm going to invite you to stand at your tables. 